Hey there, I'm Jamie Wildgoose. And I'm Austin Webb. And welcome to our podcast, where we put a little queer in your ears. Wait, is that beer? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready for Gaze on Tap. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gaze on Tap. I'm Jamie. And I'm Austin. And it's been a long time since you've heard our lovely, soothing voices. It's true. We went on a little hiatus because life gets in the way. It does. Life finds a way to get in my way. Okay, well, welcome back to Gaze on Tap. This is where we talk about whatever we want and we drink uh, an inebriating substance. Because it's our podcast and not yours. That's right. We can do whatever we want. So this week we have a uh, topic. We're going to randomly generate a number and we're going to pull from a list of insane questions. We did it last time and it was a lot of fun. So Jamie, one out of 81, can you hit that random generate number? Ooh, okay, number 43. Number 43. What is number 43, Jamie? Would you rather use a rusty razor clogged with hair or use a lipstick that's dropped on the floor and covered in fluff? Um, okay. Well, before we... Wait, we forgot to introduce our... We forgot to do our drinks and everything. Oh. Okay, well, okay, let's start from the top. (laughs) I am drinking a drink called Coastal Rosé. It's a watermelon spritz. It's 5% alcohol, 100 calories. It's Columbia Valley Rosé wine with a splash of watermelon juice and sparkling water. Ooh, it's plant-based. Not the calorie count. And (gasps) non-GMO. And I'm drinking um, a CBD seltzer called High Rise, and it's pineapple-flavored. Cheers. Because a girl's not drinking alcohol right now. Right now. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to queers in your ears. All right. Well, Jamie, let's get into it. So would you rather use a rusty, clogged up, hairy razor or lipstick that you found on the ground with fluff on it? I think this is kind of against us because we don't use lipstick on a day-to-day basis. I bet you don't even have a tube of lipstick in this house. No, I don't. That's so rude for number one. Okay. Do you want to go first? You, I definitely will use the t- the lipstick. No problem. Really? Because a rusty, hairy razor. First of all, a sharp, brand new razor still cuts my flesh because I have bumpy skin. So I'm not doing that. And I'm not doing a rusty one either. I haven't had my D-tap shot in probably 20 years. So I'm getting tetanus if that happens to me. See, I would honestly rather use the rusty razor because I've done it before. <laughs> oh, I mean, I definitely u- reuse the same razor. Well, because like, like yeah, times. you like bang it and then you wash it and bang it. Right. Sometimes. I know the clack, clack, clack. And then sometimes I don't rinse it enough. And then, oh my gosh, it's disgusting on the inside. But I've gotten the microblades now and I oh. actually prefer the microblades because I use them here underneath my What are the microblades? And on my eyebrows. They're literally microblades, so you microblade your face, <gasps> and it cuts the hair off. And you can just buy those? You don't have to go to, like, a mm-hmm. clinic to get microbladed? Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Oh, boo. We should have... Where's your um, noise machine? But you could also... Um, it's in there. Uh- <laughs> you said Jeff Bezos, and I want you to... Where's the boo sound? I'm in a foul mood today. Isn't there a boo? Yeah, there is a boo. It's next to it. No. Uh, oh, is that the screen? Anyway. I know, but you can also find them in the store. Like, if you, if you probably went to, like, a CVS Walgreens, and you could find them. So, but you would still use the rusty, hairy razor. 
A hundred percent. One hundred percent. What if... Okay. What I if, also... See, I also don't shave my face a lot anymore. And if I do, it's an electric razor. Right. But if I am using a rusty razor, it's just above my cheeks and then on Just my close eyebrow. to your eye. Yeah. Just, just close to my eyes. What no, if, what if think... the tube of uh, lipstick was your exact shade? I will, ne- I will not be putting fluff near my mouth. That's not true. That's disgusting. You're a gay man. Yeah, but fluff is like... Like, okay, I'm thinking fluff of, like, as big roly dust bunnies that are, like, have been underneath the couch for, like, 75 years mm, in your grandma's house. And you, like, walk in and you pick up the lipstick and you just, like, smear that shit on. There's no way you cannot get that in your mouth. Yeah, imagine the lipstick would be, like, all over your mouth, but then there would just be, like, hair sticking out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Or off of your lips. Okay, that's so hot. Well, cheers to queers in your ears. Jamie, thanks for this wonderful gay on tap. Just took us 20 minutes to get it started, and I love it here. Oh, that sounded. That was my butthole. That sounded really wet too. you hear that y'all that was us looking in a mirror because we're so damn pretty ah, i thought it was us crashing through the wall like the kool-aid man because gays can't what use doors drive oh <laughs> that's very true that is accurate and uh welcome back to queers in your ears where we spit facts about whether or not gay men can drive they can't yes. here's the the tea there um i knew a gay man who literally drove his car through our clinic at work Hopefully he doesn't listen, but... Is he gay? Extremely. Then 100% gays can't drive. I mean, look at me. This past weekend, had car issues traveling back from a bachelorette trip. Should I have been driving my car? Most likely not. Probably fucked it up even more, but did I need to get home? 100%. Yes, because you were in what state? South Carolina. Boo. I'm just kidding. I spent 13 years in South Carolina. Exactly. Just give them all. All right, Jamie, I'm really excited to be back with you. We had a little hiatus. We're back from, I think, like, almost a month. Yeah, almost a month. It's like three and a half weeks. Um, We miss our listeners so much. We miss being here. We miss recording, and we love it. But also, welcome to our new listeners. We have over 700 followers on Instagram, which Which I'm hoping you guys all listen to us. We're super excited to have some new queer wigs in the family. Yes, and if you're new here, this is a show where Jamie and I talk about everything queer, and we're in your ears. And the reason we took that hiatus was because we needed to give our full attention to our episode this week and the topic, which was... Drum roll, please. The Met Gala. (laughs) Which is very controversial, and you might like it, you might not. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, you go to work the Tuesday after... The Met Gala. And if you're... I work with a whole bunch of young people, so we talk about it. And it's either 50-50. You either are like, I paid attention to every outfit. I made notes. I uh, read the prompt before, so I knew who was going to be on, you know... What is the word you're when you're on... The board? No, like... <laughs> you're following it? Like, your outfit, is it meets the brief. It, it meets the brief. Oh, you're on theme. You're on theme. Thank you, Jamie. That's why we have you here, other than all the other shit that you do. Um, <laughs> Yes, and then some people will be like, uh, I literally don't care. It's rich people dressing up. This is the Hunger Games. So I think we're going to get into both. Yes. That's me. I'm kind of into the fashion. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I do love it when there's a themed party, because I am a homosexual. So obviously, you know, I stand. But it is problematic. Everything is, and we can talk about it all. I just don't think I get it. Like, okay, like, 
obviously we're do- we're going to do the episode. We're going to talk about the history. We're going to talk about um, why it was founded. We're going to talk about the theme this year and then um, delve into a little bit of other stuff. I just don't get it. Like, I understand the premise behind it all, but I'm like, you're raising money for a museum. Well, it's the Met. doesn't need it. It's the Metropolitan Museum of Art. They don't need it because they've stolen all of their art. But, um, right. They don't need the money, but you know what? You're right. You're right about everything. It's kind of, it's problematic. Like I said, a lot of people think it's the Hunger Games because all these rich people who are completely disconnected from reality are dressing up in fancy clothes and partying for a night and getting all this attention when people are literally getting murdered in the streets for just being poor. Literally. And they don't showcase what happens there. You, they have you a no phone policy. They, you have to turn over your phone. Kind of hot. So I'm thinking Illuminati. I'm thinking like orgy. Okay. But now I want an invite. Do you know what I mean? Oh, we'll get to it. I will imagine an orgy with Jared Leto in that big cat costume. Oh my God, <laughs> it's a furry orgy, which probably exists. I'm going to talk about the price of tickets this year okay. and then how much they've raised in the past couple years. And I, I'm sure your draw will drop. That was not very. I understand. What just happened? Your draw will drop. Um, I love it. Okay, I'm sure I'll be gooped. Okay, so let's start. Jamie, can you tell us a little bit about what the Met Gala actually is? Sure. So the Met Gala or Met Ball was formerly called the Costume Institute Gala or the Costume Institute Benefit, which is an annual fundraising gala held for the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute, or also known as the Met, which is just the Metropolitan Museum of Arts. It was regarded as the world's most prestigious and glamorous fashion event and social gathering. Personalities who are culturally relevant amongst professional spheres such as fashion, film, television, music, theater, business, sports, social media, and politics are all invited to the Met Gala organized by the fashion magazine Vogue. The gala is an event held annually on the first Monday of May that corresponds with the opening of the Costume Institute's annual fashion exhibit. Each year, there are specific themes that go along with the costumes for the Institute's exhibit. And then guests are also expected to circulate, or sorry, not circulate. Guests are expected to curate their fashion to match the theme of the annual exhibit. And also, um, most noted global fashion icon, Anna Wintour, is always on the board. She has been the editor-in-chief of Vogue. She currently is as well, and has chaired or co-chaired the Met Gala since 1995. Oh my god. Yeah, so almost 30 years. Almost as old as me. So she's been on the board since 1995. 1995. That's insane. And you know what? I don't even know how she became so famous. I know she's been an editor of Vogue. She's been an editor of Vogue longer than she's been on the board for the Met Gala, right? I think so. I'm not necessarily sure how long she's been editor of Vogue, but this has been consistent. So within the history of the Met Gala, it was first established by... Um, publicist Eleanor Lambert mm-hmm. as a fundraiser in 1948 for the newly founded Costume Institute for the Met to mark the opening of its annual exhibit. The first gala was comprised of a dinner. Tickets were $50. Wow. Um, but over the decades, the gala was simply one of the annual benefits of the New York Charitable Institutes. But then in 1972, a woman named Diana Vreeland, she yes. was an American fashion columnist. She worked for Harper's Bazaar and Vogue got to be the um what's the word the chair chair the contractor oh um for the gala and then it started to involve more of a global and glamorous presence and affair um under diana it was the first time the, the gala was held at the met and then the gala themes were introduced and she's a character she's if you've never like done your research on fashion you should go look her up because she is a bizarre woman i think she's passed now and i think it was raja who did her 
for Snatch Game one year for like All Stars, All Winners. You should go look it up. It's hysterical. Well, so that's that's how it started to be like tied in with Vogue. So mm-hmm. I think they've just kept it within Vogue. And I do believe that Anna Wintour will continue to co-chair or chair until she dies. Until she's absolutely dead in the ground. Yeah. Um, but the gala is also known as one of the biggest fundraising nights in New York City. Nine million was raised in 2013. Twelve million was raised in 2011. Jesus. Sorry, sorry. Oh my gosh. Tw- oh my god. Let me just start over. <laughs> the gala has been known as one of the biggest fundraising nights in New York City, with nine million being raised in 2013, twelve million being raised in 2014, and then it was raised to 17.4 million in 2022, which is insane. I think they skipped a year for COVID. I think there was one year that they didn't do the Met Gala. So they're um, they didn't do it in twenty. I think twenty twenty two thousand, and then they didn't do it. I think in two thousand eight. Why didn't they do it in two thousand? Uh, there was like a small glip that threw everything off, and I think they just decided to not have it. But yes, they also Y two K probably did, did cancel <laughs> it in. Um, I think 2020 and 2021, and then it came back in 2022. I remember when it came back in twenty twenty two, they did camp, and it was so incredible. It was like so much fun to watch that. And you know what pissed me off is RuPaul went, and that was like the moment to be like the most camp drag. But she didn't wear. She wore like a suit, right? She wore an ugly ass suit. Yeah, but Lady Gaga served severely. She did serve. Everyone served that year, but we'll talk about this year because it's way more relevant. All right. Um. So where do we go from here? So what was this year's theme, Jamie? So this year's theme was Karl Lagerfeld, which was then subtitled as like a line of beauty, which I think might have been his last collection. I'm not sure. Um, but the co-chairs were Anna Wintour, Dua Lipa, um, Mikula Koef, Penelope Cruz, and... Michaela Cole. Me... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Thank it's you. okay. Um, the last one made me laugh, which was Roderick Federer. That is really random. They're all kind of random to me. Whenever I hear the board members, because I think Harry Styles was on it the year of the camp, and I'm like, how do they choose the board members for the year? Um, I'm dumb. This makes sense. Now, it's from the categories that they invite people from. Mm-hmm. So, like, earlier there was... Um, Oh, like there's uh, film, television, music, music theater, oh, okay. business, sports, social media, gotcha. and, and Michaela Cole is an incredible writer. She's an incredible actress too. I love her work. Um, okay, so that makes sense. And Dua Lipa is her music. So Penelope Cruz is an actress. Roger Federer isn't he an actor too? No, Roger Federer is one of the most decorated men tennis players. Oh my god, I'm so gay. I did not know that. Oh my god, I. Oh my god, I love watching tennis. Tennis is like such a good sport Doesn't to watch. It hurt your neck. N- no, because I'm not. I'm never gonna make enough money to actually sit in the stands. <laughs> right. Sure. But it's so good. It's hi- like usually it's him. Um, n- Noja. Oh my god, something Djokovic, and then um, Nadal. Mm-hmm. And I find it funny watching Nadal because he picks his ass every single time he's gonna, before he's going to get a wedgie. Ball. I think so. Yeah. Why haven't we played tennis together? We ha- I have. We should. I have a court right down there. Bitch. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, bitch. Um, the ticket price this year was a whopping $50,000, which is $50,000, which is crazy. So people, people are invited to the Met Gala. Right. And then they have to pay $50,000 to actually go. Correct. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my, that's so gross to me. Yes. So it doesn't make, you know what? I hate it. That's why, but that's why they raise so much money for the Met. And I'm also like. It would be so much better if the Met was giving to other charities. Like, if they raised all this money from the shit and then gave, like, a million dollars. Even if it was... Even if they were giving away $10 million and split it up into 500,000 chunks, you could help 20 charities. Right. If I'm doing my math correct, which I'm probably not because I'm No, you're right. You're definitely right. 
Um, yeah, I also didn't know that it was a benefit until this year. I always just thought that it was for rich white people to go and, like, schmooze. So that's interesting. I didn't know that it raised money for the actual, um, the Costume Institute. Yeah, to, like, to have, I'm pretty sure it's to have people do the installation for that year. I have a really dumb question, but it is at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, right? It is. Okay, (laughs) that's why it's called the Met Gala. It's been there, it's been there since Anna Wintour took over. Okay, excellent. Right. Actually, no. No, it was Diana Vreeland. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. Okay, $50,000 is insane. Would yeah. you pay... If you had $50,000 and you got invited, would you go? Hell no. You, you know what I use that $50,000 for? Paying drugs. off half of my student loan oh. debt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes way more sense. I mean, or I could go and try and rub shoulders and become friends with one of the celebrities right. and be like, you can make me famous and I can make money. Yeah, you would probably get picked up as an acting role. Uh, no, I don't think so. You don't think so? I think I'd probably do voiceover. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that. <laughs> or hear that. <laughs> Hi, kids! Oh, God. That's terrifying. But the theme, as we said before, was in honor of Carl Lagerfeld, because he passed in 2019. The exhibition sees Andrew Bolton, the Costume Institute's um, Wendy Chu, which is the curator in charge, um, and then showcase the work of Carl Lagerfeld. Um, throughout his lifetime, Lagerfeld worked as a prominent um, in prominent, oh my gosh, I cannot speak. Throughout his lifetime, Lagerfeld worked at prominent fashion houses such as Balmain, Fendi, Chloe, and Chanel. However, I think there's always been some controversy around the Met Gala. I was reading there's a controversy almost every freaking year, which is crazy. We love it. But I think this was one of the most covered controversies because even though Carl Lagerfeld was a very big staple in the fashion industry, gave a lot to the fashion industry, he was not a very nice person. Apparently he was very problematic. Yes. I also did not know that until this year. I didn't know he was like... Well, he's very misogynistic in the way he views women and women beauty, which is very interesting considering he designs almost solely for women, like women's clothing lines. Um, But he does have a men's clothing line as well, which is really interesting. But I had no idea that he was so like kind of evil the way the things that he said was so icky. I think there was a lot. I think the only thing I remember in history was when he was making comments about Adele's body and then they kind of went away. I think you have to exclusively like... You know, read Vogue magazine, read all this stuff. Like, I don't read Time magazine. No. Apparently, there was a bunch of stuff in there. I can't read. So, so it's just like all this stuff came out after he passed away. Right. Well, I saw a quote where he said that essentially he designs, and I don't want to like trigger warn anyone, but I am going to trigger warn you. I'm going to use the word rape. But like, he used rape as like a term of like fashionability, like making, like trying to make that appealing essentially within his his clothing line and his it like sex sells essentially, but he's taking it to a whole horrible level. Oh, 100%. So he's made comments about the me too movement. He's made comments objectively about women's bodies. He's mocked movements such as body positivity. He stated that anorexia wasn't as bad as um, junk food and television. And then he's also commented on, like you just said on models bodies and being raped. It's horrible. And I have some quotes here if we want to delve into I it. I guess we do. Let's get the... Let's let people know. Even though he's dead, let's kick his body while he's down. So regarding the Me Too movement, and this was crazy, um, I really, like, really dislike it. Especially because, like, as a gay man, you should be in such an advocate to women's bodies because we are more in touch with our feminine side and understand what they can go through. But Carl Lagerfeld said he's fed up with the Me Too movement. And he... Um, basically said what shocks me most in all of this is that starlets who have been taken 
20 years to remember what happened, not to mention the fact there are, there are no prosecution witnesses that said I cannot stand Mr. Weinstein. I've had a problem with him at the AIDS charity dinner, um, a certain certain other galas, and then during the Keynes Film Festival. It wasn't of sexual nature, but a professional one. I'll spare you the details, but he isn't exactly what you might call a man of his word. And that that essentially is also so fucked up. That was of sexual nature for people to advance their careers. Right. Like, he wouldn't let them go anywhere unless they gave him a sexual favor. That's Mr. Disgusting. Weinstein speaking. Um, he also said, I read somewhere that now you must ask a model if she's comfortable with posing. It's simply too much. From now on, as a designer, you can't do anything. As for the accusations against the poor Carl Templar, I don't believe a single word of it. A girl complained he tried to pull her pants down as an instantly excommunicated from a profession that up until then he was venerated. It's unbelievable. If you don't want your pants pulled down, don't become a model. Join a nunnery. There's will always be a place for you in the convent. They're recruiting them even. Oh my god. I can't stand it. Which I think is so fucked up. They, like, models are so dehumanized in the world. Right. I understand they're on another level. They're making a lot of money. But at the same time, they're just still because, human beings. Right. You can't just, like, like, like you said, you can't just dehumanize them because they're a model. And he also went even further. So I know that Rose McGowan was very prominent in the Me Too movement and was kind of the one who sparked all of that. And he basically called her a dinosaur... <sighs> Well, I'm sorry. She labeled him as a dinosaur misogynist. Um, she said, Carl, I read your disgusting quote last night. It made me feel dirty this morning. I met my sister, Irene, and she made me feel light. I'm sure sister Irene will forgive you for being a dinosaur misogynist, but I think you're a mean, small black soul, and I don't like you. You know what? I appreciate the way she worded that because she wasn't, like, attacking him personally. She was just like, you're nasty, and I don't want to be around you, and the things you said are messed up. Well, I also think a lot of the controversy, too, is, like, he is taking up for all these people who are being, like, having questionable behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I'm sure, as a gay man, was also, like, super misogynistic. He was also labeled as a racist. Because we have talked about this before in our previous episodes about how gay men are just as complicit within misandry and misogyny as any other straight man would be. And he is clearly in the thick of it because he's in an industry that has notoriously benefited from the, you know, commodification of women's bodies. And I think that's my problem this year is... Like, I don't understand why people... Like, I understand people want to go support the Met. But the theme, you should take pro- issue with the theme. Right. And someone who spoke out a lot of it was Jamila Jameo. Uh-huh. Jamila Al-Jamil. No. No? Jamila Jamil. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. She's an English actress. She has been known for a lot of stuff. Um, Most notably, I watched her in the show... Um, Legendary, which was on HBO Max, which was actually really good. But she basically um, said, Carl Lagerfeld is a theme for the entire Met Gala next year. This man was indeed super incredibly talented, but used his platform in such a discriminatory, hateful way, mostly towards women. So repeatedly and up until the last years of his life showed no remorse, offering no atonement, no apology, no help towards who he attacked. There was no explanation for his cruel outbursts. I mean, now that you told me that tickets are $50,000, if I knew that it was going to be Carl Lagerfeld... I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have gone even if I had $50,000. Like, granted, people look snatched. Guaranteed people look great. Again, I love a dress-up party. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. This party's not worth it. And there were... were there. I did a little bit of research, too, because I was kind of curious if anyone else stood up against, like, some of his misogynistic Mm -hmm. um, and hateful comments. And, um... 
people notably who weren't there were Beyonce. Thank they, you, Beyonce. Nope, they were believed that she was on vacation or she was doing the Renaissance tour. <laughs> Lady Gaga, who was filming the new Joker movie. But Blake she would have gone. Pro- yeah, she would have gone. Yeah. yeah. Blake Lively, who recently gave birth to a baby. Taylor Swift, who's on her Eras tour. Miley Cyrus didn't make any comment. Joe Jonas and Sophia Turner. I just think they welcomed the baby, too. So that's probably why they weren't there. Gross. Haley Bieber, but no one cares about her. Who? I don't like her. I don't know her. She cited mental health issues. Oh, um, good Selena for her. Gomez, love her. Aren't they fighting? Yeah. People people hate people Selena are fighting. because they yeah. stand Justin and love Haley because they got married. No, I've seen the exact opposite where they're making fun of Haley for copying Selena, but they're just both oh having my God, a birthday yeah. party. Did you see yeah, did you see when they were like Selena Gomez had a birthday? Yes. And a couple months later, Haley yes! had a birthday. I saw that one. I'm like, I'm connected. Um but speaking of Selena Gomez was also not there, but she is also filming. She just wrapped up season three for Only Murders in the Building. Oh, hot. Katy Perry, but don't care about her anymore because she voted Republican. I don't know her. Who knows who she is anymore? Zendaya. No comment. Miss her. And then Harry Styles, but they believe Harry Styles didn't go because he's gearing up for another tour. Oh. Kind of like... I mean, I like his album. I mean, some of his stuff is good, but I also... I have a huge issue because I do think he's gay baiting. I th- Yeah. I understand he hasn't spoken on his sexuality, and I I admire not wanting to speak or share until you're ready. But at the same time, you're abusing a large fan base because you're wearing certain things. Because he wants attention. Oh, 100%. Which I get it. You know what? I'm on the kind of... I'm on the fence about it. I Have we done an episode on gay baiting yet? We did. I forgot. It's been... We're so deep into the show. Um, I, I don't know if I've changed my mind, but I'm also like... He He's allowed to do whatever he wants to do within a within reason, but I don't have to pay attention to his ass. Also, he True. may he may wear women's clothing, but he does not wear them well. Nothing ever matches. He just goes out in a skirt and a leather jacket. I'm like, that does not make you a fashionista, bitch. I I want to put it out there. That's true. I love I love myself for that, but I under people I understand that people have different. You You're know, right. Ideas. We don't have to subscribe to him. We do not, and we don't have to subscribe to Karl Lagerfeld either. So I don't think I ever did. So uh, no, I mean, who is he? You know what I mean? Like I think people of our generation really don't know who. He yeah, is. he's like our the designer of our parents and our parents' parents. Like we don't actually know who. He is. Same with. Anna Wintour, really. I think the whole, like, organization is aging out so much, just like the United States American political system. Um, but, you know, like, nothing that we know is even referenced anymore. Or, no, what's the other way around? Like, we don't know anyone in fashion from their era. No, I mean, I, like, even though, like, this was a theme, I still think it's important to talk about how shitty he was as a person, because I'm sure this is still going on, and people that he mentored or were underneath him could also, like, pick up some of these attributes that aren't very positive right. and continue to make that stigmatization and those negative comments throughout the industry making people feel terrible. Right. Uh, good point, Jamie. Great point. Like, for example, on women's bodies, he said Heidi Klum is too fat to be a model. Which, and if you I'm sorry. Fuck? If you've looked at Heidi Klum, she is... Snatched. Amazing. Right. She literally is a, she is the supermodel. She literally was also, had, had for 16 or plus seasons. Of fashion. A fashion show right. called Project America's Runway. Next top model. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on, Tyra Banks. Come on, Tyra. Yes. I mean, oh, I'm so tired. Project Runway. Actually, I learned about Heidi Klum from Project Runway first. Because again, that's when I was old enough to actually be watching TV like that. But I never knew she was a model until I watched that. She was. She had her own German version of America's Next Top Model. And I love her little saying, Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. 
Okay. And then she started a new show with Tim Gunn called Next in Fashion. So that's been oh. two or three seasons. But I think she wanted too much money. And that's why Project Runway was like, sorry, you got to go. I mean, she's Heidi Klum. I would ask I mean, for she a lot is of money. Heidi Klum. Like, this is fashion. So I'm in it. I cannot believe Karl Lagerfeld said that about Heidi fucking Klum. I know. I bet he looks like, a, well, I bet he looked like a wrinkly old sack of Parmesan cheese underneath that jacket. He also said Adele was too fat. So. Okay, but she, well, look at her. Like, look whatever. at her now. She's snatched. She's snatched. I'm, she, I'm sure she was like, Goltsha Carol. But he. Carol. Also- <laughs> He also said that all the problems in the uh, French healthcare system were caused because people were too fat. Um, he also said you've got fat mothers with their bags of chips sitting in front of the television and saying that thin models are ugly. Um, he also, uh, yeah, I just, I don't. Like, who asked you? Yeah. Actually, probably someone did ask him that. I just, like, I, I, don't, I just, uh, I just have a hard time because I'm like, you're, you're given such a platform yet you're not using it for positivity like a lot of people right. <clears throat> kim kardashian <laughs> james charles <laughs> ozimbic um but i mean there was like there's i mean there's so much more that we could go into um but i think something that austin and i want to talk about because seeing the fashion at at the met gala is super exciting even though if you don't subscribe or like the theme um i appreciate all of the celebrities kind of standing up for what they believe in and some not going and all that kind of stuff. I want to thank you, Jamie, for putting pictures together. Yeah. I wanted you to, sh- I wanted to show you. I literally was going to Google everything on the fly, which was not the smart decision. Show you some of my favorites. So I think this year we had a lot of celebrities show out. And since last year's uh, theme was camp, I think it was easy for a lot of people to like put the costume on, but it is not just a like costume party. It really is like a gala, an event. So I think a lot of people miss the mark in just going too big. Like they went way too big this year and I get it. It's fun to do it. So they weren't really on brief as I would like to say, but a lot of them really served it. I, well, I just think like the, the subject of Karl Lagerfeld was so big. Um, because he had such an extensive career and he did work for so many different houses. I think that's why there were so many different looks that there were. could have been out there or could have been more on the mark. They actually cited like five categories that he was a big contributor to. Like one was florals, one was really modern sleek lines, one was like uh, like tweed, like old fashioned, you know, woolen kind of clothes. And like Jackie like O kind of. Yeah, like gl- high glamour. So I think everyone kind of picked from a different category, which was really fun to see as well. But I think black and white is really Karl Lagerfeld. Um, to a T. I mean, he yeah. he only wore that like tuxedo suit pretty right. much and it was his glittery. stupid ponytail and his stupid sunglasses. He has ugly ass ponytail. Right. I definitely think a lot of, t- a lot of, La- what last year was composed of was because camp-, camp is so ambiguous. Camp is big. It's supposed to be it's over the top. Yeah. Right. And that's the point of camp. But Karl Lagerfeld is not camp. No. He's just an idiot. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So you want to go through some looks? Sure. Yeah. I wanted to go through. I created top five looks for myself. I love and then it. Like worst five. And then I really wanted to also brush upon a subject of someone that I thought really kind of stuck it to Carl Lagerfeld and still went, but it kind of was like, fuck you. And showed a sexy little knee in the making. Yes. I love it. Okay, so who's your top five, Jamie? I'm so excited to hear this. This is in no particular order, but the first one I pulled out was Bad Bunny. This was his look. It was an all white suit, um, a white undershirt, white tie, and then he had kind of like floral like a um, boa almost. like a boa almost yeah and i would call it a mink but it's not really a mink the back it was look, it looked like it was like almost like a tweed suit mm-hmm. the back to me was so sexy you liked it yeah it was completely cut out so you could see his full back exposed i don't really know what the j stands for i don't know what the j stands for either 
But that one, that one to me was good. I love the white roses. I love the comfy looking shoes. It's definitely on brief. It's definitely Karl Lagerfeld. And it gives us a little like personal taste or a personal flair with his little cutout back. Uh, he's a little slut and I love it. I love looking at him and shirtless hair. I'm like, okay. yeah, I don't know what it is about that man, but I want him to choke me. The next one I really liked was uh, Ben Platt's. Yeah, I didn't see this one. Yet again, it was kind of like a tweed suit. Um, he was wearing platform shoes. Um, had some striping detail around the side. I loved the belt. The belt to me was like everything. He is wearing a corset. He is wearing a corset. Oh my god, he His... looks snatched. Look at that. He's you can so. See I literally the first thing that I saw was like, "You look fucking snatched, bitch." Yeah, and then he's wearing his Star of David. I mean, good haircut. And it's black and white. It's Karl Lagerfeld because it has those clean lines. It's definitely, it's Chloe. It's very, like, Chanel looking. You know what I mean? Definitely on theme. It's definitely on theme. It definitely, it goes, it harkens back to his earlier, like, designs that are still classic to this day. Like, every white bitch over, you know, a certain tax bracket wants that jacket. And she wants to do her grocery shopping in it. I mean, literally, that's kind of, like, the look that Karl had throughout his whole entire career. Yeah. I think he just said one day, let's just make choosing clothes not hard and I'll just wear the same thing for the rest of my life. Love it. His closet's just the same thing over and over again. It's kind of like the same characters you see on TV, literally. Wearing the same thing every day. Every day. Love that. They don't have to guess. No, I want to talk about this because everyone, I was gooped when I saw this look and I don't know why, but I feel a little straight when I see Anne Hathaway in this dress. She is on such an uphill trajectory. She really and I has. love it. She from me, Mia Thermopolis to sex icon. <laughs> she to me is harkening back to her Devil Wears Prada days and is like, I'm like, do you have Stanley Tucci in your closet? And he's just like helping you with looks again. She's just like dripping in sex. So she was she was in like another tweed outfit. I mean, look at that stiletto. Look, look at, at how the high look that how tall is. What, I, she's got a big foot. It looks like. And for our listeners, we will be making a post with these looks in it so you can see what we're talking about as you listen to the episode I was thinking the same thing but also like she she has her dress it's pan, it's basically panels but they're pinned together with safety pins but these with safety pins mother are mother of pearl yes and gold pins and there's it's just gorgeous and it it's so skimpy on her but it covers everything that you want it to I mean, she gives so much shoulder, and, and it, it comes up to her titties, but everything else is just sexy and skinny and, like, The necklace, the choker skinty. piece. I do have to say, she is looking a little skinty. She does look a little... We don't love it. No. I but wish she had she's a little serving. bit more meat on her bones. Yeah, definitely. But I do have to say, for a mom of two... She has two children? She amazing. How do yeah. I not know that Anne Hathaway has children? Oh I'm the God. worst gay ever. When I'm literally, when I watch a movie, I literally do, like, a deep dive into the, like, the actual actors, and I, like, find shit about sure. them. But I, that look to me, she also had like a wrap, like a jacket but almost, but even it was just around her shoulders. just the dress, it's so gorgeous. I mean, the the things over her boobs, those are flowers. That's That was so tastefully done. It was tasteful. It's so on brief. It's very personable. Like, no one else could have worn this, and she just absolutely slayed it. And 100%. her hair and makeup. Oh, Impeccable. my God. Her hair is so sexy. Should we put in to be the commentators on the floor? Yes, the we absolutely should. Gala? Who's that Emma girl that gets so much attention? First of all, I would be schmoozing so hard. 100%. I'd be on camera all night. I'd be like, look at me. Yeah, she absolutely serves. She, in her face, she just serves every time. To me, that's a 10 out of 10. I think she absolutely slayed it. She surprised me. She's sexy. She's, you know, dressed for a gala. And look at that face. Ugh. She just looks like she's like pursing her lips so hard. The next one I chose was Glenn Close. Oh, see, I, some of these I haven't even seen. So I spent some time today you looking did. at 120 different looks. 
Um, this, I know it's a little bit blurry. Let me see. If it I looks can... like you get up this in the middle just... of the night when you're sick with the flu and you just yeah, have your blurry. blanket and you're just walking around the house with your big blanket. I just, to me, the way that the fabric is draped around her body, how it's just like, it's you, very appropriate. You like the big train, like the huge massive yes, train. I love the huge it's massive so train. It's so dramatic. Also, her, the necklace, that to me is also very nice. Mm-hmm. She has just aged so gracefully. I've been seeing a lot on Twitter. It's like, how do you age cunt? This is how I you age, age cunt. cunt. With also tons of money. Yes, and 100%. You, you get your, is it B-U-C-C-A-L, your cheek fat removed? Have you heard of that? No. It's like a Hollywood thing. They're getting their cheek fat removed, and that's what gives them that snatched uh, cheekbone, or they're like... I mean, they, just get Botox. They look like a Dementor. Yeah, but that goes out instead of in. Um, I would definitely say, like, probably like a 7 out of 10 for this You think one. it's a 7 out of 10? I'm going to be controversial, and I don't love this look. Because, okay. you know what? I, I think it looks matronly, which is okay for her. But then the giant train is like, what are you doing? How do you sit in a seat with that? Do you know what I mean? You hit every other bitch I in guess the you face do. with your train while you're sitting This down. is the tablecloth. Like, you're at the table, and you're the no. table of thought. Yes. I yes. can see that, like, 1776 realness. So hot, but with less revolution. Okay, we do love Glenn Close. I do, I also love the color on her. When I tell you, I love this woman so I know. much. True Jackson VP. I actually haven't even seen her. <gasps> no. Oh, my God. I'm like Akula and the Bee, okay? Have you ever seen that no. with Kiki Palmer? But my my last one was Kiki Palmer. She's definitely, she's serving, I love the colors. I think, you know, all of his colors are very pastel, close to white. They're so pastel. See, but I like that she took this. She's in a very tweed dress, mm-hmm. and then she has, like, a blue overshawl. I like that this tweed was made up of different colors. She just didn't do white like everybody else. Right, right. I agree with that. I think she definitely brought a little color to it. And I actually want to see her with the jacket on because I think that would be so cute. These are your top five. These are my top five. Oh my god! I mean her tits are sitting right. Her body is snatched. I mean she just had a baby too. Beautiful. Yeah she is. She is a beautiful uh, woman. Her hair I know that blowout is gorgeous. She's definitely she was my number three um but both of my number actually no Anna Anne Hathaway was my number two. My number one was a basketball player. Oh Brittany Grimer? No Shay or Shy, I think his name is Shy Gilgus something. I'll show you his look when we're done here. He did all tweed black and white check pattern with a with a suit, and it's so hot. I love it. I don't think I saw that. You should. We should definitely look it up. Oh my god! Are you ready? These are the bad Girl. ones that I chose. Poor Viola. Yeah. So the first one I chose was Viola Davis. She's I mean, wearing. A she looks pink incredible dress. in this dress. No, so. that color on her is gorgeous. However, this is not Carl Lagerfeld. She looks like. One of those like sea anemones. She does with the on fronds the coming out the top. Yeah. yeah, hot. Love that for her. And so her what, makeup you, is not sitting. You don't like it. No. I love her hair and makeup. I think that color is perfect on her. But what do you not like about the dress? Because it looks like a sea anemone. The color is perfect to me. It kind of looks like an uncircumcised penis, and then something's <sighs> coming out on the top. Ah, not the yeah. I mean, I also don't like the way it fits her body in the middle. There, she has no shape. She has no shape. She could have a little. I mean, I don't want her to wear a corset or anything, but I think with the big fluff on top, it just didn't balance her body at all. Could you imagine her in Kiki's dress though? Uh, yeah, it would be hot as fuck. It would be really hot because I know she got big boobs. I'm giving like two out of ten. I would give it. I would give it a three or four because it's just not on. Yeah, I really like her. I and again, I like hair and makeup, but this. Even if you, like, did a pastel pink in this dress, it would have been different, I think. Mm, still, still hate bad. it. Still circumcised penis. Yeah, so all of these looks I'm giving, whether I like the person or not, I just pick them because of the actual fashion. Okay, okay. The next person... Horrible. ...is on Pete Davidson. 
He's wearing black leather pants, a black Why does coat, he look like Inspector Jacket? Or Inspector <laughs> <a> Gadget. gadget. <laughs> a black bucket hat that says Fendi, and then sunglasses, and then a gross-ass shirt, and like a... Kim Kardashian slept with this man. No, oh, Ariana Grande slept with this man. And Kim Kardashian Did slept Kim with Kardashian this man. Did Kim Kardashian slept... Oh my god. Uh, I just want to break this down, starting with the t-shirt. Because it looks like a t-shirt to me. It looks like he tried to bleach it. It looks like he bleached his t-shirt. It literally looks like he bought everything from Hot Topic. He looks like a homeless man on the side of the road just begging for $5 so he could go to McDonald's and get a burger. First of all, he wishes he was a homeless man. He looks like a homeless man, period. 100%. So I don't get the appeal. I don't either. I grew up watching him on Guy Code, and he was a comedian there. He was so much funnier than he is now. And I hate this whole attitude of, I'm over it. I'm over it. What I'm is that his attitude what I do. Yeah. He's so annoying, though. Like, he is annoying. What does he even do now? He was on SNL for a while. Oh, right. But didn't he have a mental health breakdown and he had to leave? Yeah. And okay. then he dated Ariana Grande, so that gave him some clout. And then he gave Kim Kardashian, so that gave him some clout as well. I just, I'm not with it. He literally looks terrible. And yeah. th- this pant, I don't know what's going on with the pants. You look like you just rolled up and you're like, I'm going to get dressed in the dark. Yeah, he looks like a 13-year-old got dressed for the Met Gala. I'm sorry, but he does look like a 13-year-old. He's not on brief. I would give it a 0 out of 10. I would give it a 0 out of 10 as well. 0 out of 10. Yes, I love it. The next one I picked is Little Nas. First of all, Snatch Body. He's hot as fuck. I just don't. But this besides is not... the fact that if he's hot as fuck or not, I just don't understand this. I really don't. Well, I'll tell you what he was thinking because I think I read a part of a blurb that he did. You know, Chouette, which is Carl Lagerfeld's famous cat. I did not know that. Well, you know, Jared Leto dressed as a big cat, and that's they were giving an homage, yes, to Chouette, which is Carl okay. Lagerfeld's cat, who's a big, like, fluffy, long hair. And so a lot of the queens were like, let's do the cat that's cheeky, which I think is cute, but you have to make it fashion, not camp. This is not camp this year. And he went full camp. He did. So he's in uh, Platform Heels, nothing. Silver, he's almost silver Body nothing. Glue, um, a... You know, a panty, a panty, and then he has bedazzled face that's in the form of a cat. Which, like, I like now that you explain that, I get it. But, but I, just I love don't him. Think... Like, it's so funny, but it doesn't meet the brief. No, it does not. One hundred percent. I mean, the detail. I do have to say, the detail on the face with the jewels and the mother oh, it's pearls incredible. Is incredible. Like, if he did this for camp, it would have been a completely different. If he did this for the premiere of Cats, I would have been like. <laughs> Perfect, and do like a little pink butthole on his yes. on his hind end. I mean, I love. I mean, I, I can't stop looking at his body. I'm sorry, I'm so distracted by it. So yeah, I would give this a two or three um, for meeting the brief, but for fun, seven. Yeah, for fun, I would say seven. <laughs> but he definitely didn't meet the brief. But I do love watching him, and I think everything that he does is really funny. So um, the the next one I did pick was Jared Leto. Um, I just this picture didn't save. That's so funny. Yeah, he's in a giant cat suit, yeah. and it's supposed to be Chouette. The but cat. It, it more looks like like a Furby come to life, or like something like that. I do don't th- like it. Do you think Jared Leto is cute or Leto? I don't know how to say his name. Jared Leto. Yeah. Like sometimes, but then I'm other times I'm like not really. I don't like his long hair. I do have to say, I feel like he's a very versatile actor. He probably is versatile. <laughs> I mean, he did play. Yeah, I believe he he was in Dallas Buyers Club right. with Matthew McConaughey. Right. And, like, some of the looks, so, I don't know. I have a hard time with him. He, me too. I just struggle. Like, I think he's fun, but... And I really like the cat costume. I would give it a 0 out of 10, because I hated it. Um, but I did like it. For funsies, 10 out of 10, if it was a different theme. Right. But... And, and the commitment is incredible. Oh, my gosh. And the last person I picked was Naomi Campbell. She's looks snatched. This no. does not meet the brief. 
hundred percent ugly. She as is fuck. snatched. Look at those cheekbones. She okay. She's snatched, but in the outfit, I'm like, no, girl, what yeah, is no. this? She's wearing kind of like a pink toga, and then underneath that, it's like I think it's a beautiful silver. Dress. I don't. Are you kidding? I think the dress is really pretty. I love this color on her skin tone too. Girl, you need to get some taste. I I do. You're right. I have no taste, but I also. I mean, it doesn't. It's not Karl Lagerfeld. But didn't no. she? She modeled for him. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she had a direct relationship with the man. But that's to me. I'm like, then why didn't you do better for this? Right. Oh, maybe this just was because her way of like subtly being like, "Fuck you." Well, I think a lot of celebrities use this moment to do that. We know one specifically that we'll bring up later, but a lot of people were like, "He's kind of problematic, so fuck him." And like, why would I dress up to honor a man that's absolutely heinous? How much out of ten would you give Naomi Campbell? Um, like a three. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's sad. You really chose a good bottom five. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. I had to go back and look because there were some that I thought were ugly. But then the more I looked at it, I was like, okay, that kind of hits the reef. I can see where they're coming from. Right. One of those actually was being like Cardi B. I didn't really like the outfit, but I was like, okay, I understand it. Now. I don't remember what she wore. She wore a, um, like a ball gown, like a Cinderella ball, a ball gown, but it was made of roses. Oh, gross. Okay, I got it. They were black, so. Oh. Yeah, I was like, you should have done a white girl. Well, he did do, like, a line of florals, and I think that's what a lot of the... Because, like, Bad Bunny's mink or whatever stole was all, like, florals. Yeah, but Um, I love that so much. That was pretty hot. Can you Google the shy guy? It's S-H-A-I. This look. Oh, I think I did see this. Yeah. I'm obsessed with this overcoat. I'm obsessed with this uh, chain bolo. I'm... Everything about it is beautiful to me. I want this outfit so badly. He was my number one out of the entire night. Okay. I thought this was incredible. I wish it would be like, there it is. There we go. And with these boots and this, this like, this like pantaloon that he's wearing, I cream. Why is it so blurry? And it's so like, oh, love it. I do have to say that. Okay. I think it gives you I the best of I do have to say that. Worlds. That is really nice. If I were to have to take one away, um, I'd probably take out either Glenn Close or Bad Bunny and put this in my top five. This is actually really nice. It's like a double coat. It almost. Is. Yeah. And it gives the Chanel, like, you know how the Housewives would have that, like, that short jacket, that Chanel jacket? He made it very masculine and also very effeminate. I also really time. like the high-waisted pants, the They're tuxedo pants. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, everything about it is, this is my favorite out of the entire night. Um, but I do really like Pedro Pascal's, too. Uh, yeah, so he actually wore Valentino. Um, Which? He wore red Valentino. Yes. Um, and he had um, V uh, V on uh, nail polish V on his fingernails. Um, so what's the T there, Jamie? So he basically, like, bro- he, he essentially broke, broke dress code. Um, he was wearing shorts. He was wearing lace. Um, he was not wearing Karl Lagerfeld. Right. But um, Valentino was apparently a big competitor of Karl Lagerfeld. But I think that's great. Yeah, I think he did it on purpose to snub Karl. I think that's what I read online. Well, dude, he's a trans sister. I did know that, yes. And so I think he's trying defending. to stick up for a lot of the stuff. Because even though um, he was a gay man, he's a piece of shit. Karl Lagerfeld right. is. But yeah, I love that he essentially stood up. And showed a little bit of knee, which is great for us. Yeah. Do you think he's attractive? Eh, so no. so no okay me either <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to find more of an explanation of like why he chose to do what he did um and he literally was like i don't understand why people are fawning over me like go fawn over harry styles or something like that right yeah he's incredible he's like he really is daddy like he says on the internet jamie what do you think you would have worn to this year's met gala i don't know because i don't know about i don't know enough about carl lagerfeld's era i would have worn a chanel overcoat 
and then like a kitten heel and then a lace panty. Like something that's bedazzled, I think, would be really hot. I don't want to take it seriously either. So you would more go off of like what Lil Nas is wearing? 100%. If I had his body, bitch, I would. Honestly, I think I'd probably do something along the lines of like Kiki Palmer or the guy that we just talked about, um, so Shia. Cool. But I just don't know enough about his fashion eras. I think I would want to do like, see, but this is the thing. I don't even know if I would go. If I knew how much of right. a piece of shit this guy was, I probably wouldn't go. We should start our own Met Gala. We should. And everyone is invited. Maybe they still have to pay. $50,000? though oh my god yeah i can't get over that that's insane it jumped like ten thousand dollars every year that's insane like people are trying to buy houses out here and y'all are spending fifty thousand dollars on a ticket well to them it's chump change yeah i know i hate it here yeah capitalism is a sickening system it is so what are your overall thoughts about the entire thing um now that you've you know we've gone through our looks i still think i have like the same view i did before i'm not really like i don't like fawn over the met gala if it's on i'm not gonna watch it because the looks are gonna be you know out everywhere else i just also don't i don't know i i feel like because anna wintour is still on the board they're picking people that are pieces of shit where they could be picking themes or people that are have done so much more for communities and people as a whole i wish they would pick more wholesome Themes. I think it's about visibility in the sense of like notoriety, right? Sorry, that was so gross. I think it's about notoriety. It's it doesn't necessarily mean you know you don't. You just want the cameras to be there. You don't really care about the message. It's about the people. Like they want the celebrity. They want the they want the really rich people. Well, to this point, the celebrities are going to go either way. Um, yeah, but I mean, they invite those people, right? It's not about like getting notoriety for charity or for people who need it. No, but what I'm saying is, like, those celebrities are going to go either way. Okay, yeah. So, like, you could still pick a better... Because to me, so, yeah, these celebrities are paying $50,000, but they are going, to your point, for the notoriety to get photographed. Oh, but I so mean you could be picking way. a better... I mean, like, the Met Gala wants famous people, so the Met Gala gets all the attention. Do you know what I mean? Maybe we're talking uh, yeah, about I guess the same so. thing. It's been so long. Maybe we're just rusty because we haven't recorded <laughs> in so long. Well, to me, my thing is, is like, I don't know. I just... It's so problematic. It is problematic, but I mean, it's it's not going to end because the people like us mm-hmm. fawn over it and are and like, we're, oh my yeah, God, we're I'm making content in. about it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of annoying. And I definitely want to address the fact that when you come, like, like I was telling you earlier, when I came into work on Tuesday, it was, that's all everyone was talking about at work. And it's people who literally put on the same clothes every week and are c- critiquing like celebrities and what they're wearing. And that's the gig, right? That's so funny to me that we do that. Like, I'm literally wearing sweat shorts right now and a t-shirt and I'm like, this bitch is not on brief like come on and we just did that right i mean that's literally what's happening we're feeding into it we're the problem it's me i'm just kidding it's me i'm so uh, taylor swift wasn't there because she's touring well i don't the last time she went was i think 2019 um the last time or 2016 the last time lady gaga went was 2019 for cam yeah so like i mean wow i can't believe it's been that long since i've started paying attention to the met gala I mean, I haven't paid attention for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I, I will. It's just like, I think it just appeals to the audience that's like, I'm gonna like, yeah, like, I'm like, I'm in love with celebrities, you right. know? Like, that's the type of person right. that like, it's a diehard thing. Definitely. I definitely see what you're saying because it's like a night of who's who, right? Like, everyone is there. Doja Cat. That's all I can think of right now. But like, I mean, her look was good. I mean, I do have to say, she did it in the right way for... It, Doja Cat? For Carl Lagerfeld's cat, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that was hysterical too. She literally had a prosthetic face. And her interview, she was giving interviews. She, and was, she like, was like, "Yeah, I know, I saw that." I mean, she broke the internet. We and I love her. I think she's hysterical. 
Um, I would give her a three out of ten for meeting the brief, but I still was there for it. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't send her home. Um, yeah, and Pedro Pascal was so great. Well, are we done? Are we, do you think we've covered everything that we're going to cover on the Met Gala? I think so. It was a good night. Um, I probably will watch next year because I'm just complicit in the society. So we'll see what happens. Let's make a, um, a real quick before we sign off. Let's make a prediction of what next year's theme is going to be. You can think about it for a second. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's hard. I want to look this up because they do have all the years there. Oh, they have previous years themes. Yeah. Oh my god, they have... Oh, Wikipedia is god. Okay, so let's go, like, 2000s. Oh, yes. I want to know... What oh, they the... did Jacqueline Kennedy. Interesting. What was the year you were born, Jamie? What What was the Met Gala theme the year you were born? Gianni Versace. Oh, that's so gay. What okay. was yours? Mine's 94. Who was Pat... Oh, Ori- Orientalism? No. Visions of the East in the Western Racism. dress. Um, my theme, I think it would be... Lady Gaga acting eras. That's the theme. That's the one that you would want? Yeah. So, like, when she did, um, what movie has she been in? House of Versace. House of Gucci. <laughs> House of Gucci. That's what I meant. <laughs> no, that's dumb, isn't it? I feel like they're moving in, like, the trajectory of, like, how American fashion has gone because the last couple of years are going to do that. So, my prediction is they're probably going to pick another fashion designer or they're going to pick an era of American fashion. Agreed. But if I think I had to choose one, I think like you can't hear it. You really can't hear it. Something that I enjoy would probably be cyanotype. So like seeing what people could do for like cyanotype. <gasps> oh, I'm gonna play off of that and I'm gonna say denim. Denim would be really denim fun. would be so hot. I think. Like but also no, it wouldn't because I'm thinking of um like Britney Spears and Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake in the Canadian tuxedo, which haunts me to this day. I think that'd be a lot of fun though. Okay, Jamie, thank you so much for uh, kind of leading us through this fashion journey. I had so much fun. Of Watch- course. Looking at the uh, pictures after the fact, after I have a sober mind, is incredible. Sober because it's far enough away from the Met Gala to actually be, like, uninhibited by all the social media. And if you want to have another fix, just listen to this episode. Right, exactly. All right, thank you, Queer Wigs. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, Queer Wigs. Jamie here. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. Now that you've heard our voices, we want to hear yours. So leave a review and rating on Spotify, Apple Music, or your favorite streaming platform. And go follow us at Queers in Your Ears on Instagram. Goodbye, Queer Wigs.